like a change to the lyrics to really throw people off what's happening um it's mainly because i am i recorded the um so i'm doing a bunch of interviews this week because i was meant to do an interview today and then no one no one could make it so i've for some reason scheduled like five interviews so look out for those those are gonna be some really fun people um yeah but i was just like i was just like i should have one standardized like theme song for when I have interviews in um, because otherwise I'm literally changing the key every week and I can't keep up with so what happened what happened was when I did Izzy's back in like August I recorded it in the like the chromatic progression that I was in in August whereas we actually released it in September so it was already out so there it doesn't make any sense nothing makes any sense anymore um so if you're listening through and you're listening in like chronological order or um anti-chronological order you're listening backwards um the theme tune goes either up or down and then for some reason like during the interviews that are all in different places it just goes into like different keys um but I was like I should do something really like really like fucking annoying like you know you know those muso people who you're like they like you know like opera laughing you know where it's like oh it's like a forced laughter that no one is here for and nobody wants to hear and it's like oh we get the joke um I was like oh I should do my interview should all be e flat major and then my like regular episode should all be e major (laughs) and no one would enjoy no one like it would be like barely noticeable for literally anyone but for those people really keen on the podcast or like listening to it binge listening to it um it would be a delightful surprise and that is um that is a thought that I had today. <laughs> That's a thought that I had today. The theme tune today was in D flat major, which um, is interesting to do on a harp because we don't have like G double flat. No, what was it? No, I used an A. I used an A natural, which I think is like a D double, a B double flat. That's what it is to get into the right thing. Um, yeah, I'm I'm currently emailing back and forth with Welsh Wedding Showcase, um, which I have done like their wedding fairs in the past, um, and they've been just amazing. And they're doing another one that's like a two day one in January, and I'm like, is the harpist signed on for that? Um, because yeah, that um, that's that's um, yeah. 
I'm reading an email. I need to stop reading an email. I'm going to stop reading an email because I'm going to give you my undivided attention. But anyway, um, yeah, they, they were like, they were like, I was like, oh, is the harvest signed on? And they were like, not yet. Do you want us to email you our prices? And I was like, yes, please. And it was like 500 pounds for a booth. And usually like for a harvest, we're usually like, at the very most, £125 is what I've paid for a stall at a wedding fair. Um, and this is a two-day two event, so that would be like 250 And their prices were like 500 And I was like, do you not have a have a wedding, have like a harvest rate? Because we don't earn that much. Surprise, surprise. We, like, also, like, the, the amount of money you generate from doing a wedding, you'd need to book at least three to turn a profit. Like, because people are just going to book, like, I don't know, like, 300 pounds worth of stuff. So you need to, like, actually, like, get in there and book. And a lot of the time, people don't book harpists until the very last minute. So, like, this Saturday, I'm playing a wedding that I booked last Thursday. No, last Tuesday. Um, it's kind of like a like a surprise bonus extra half the time. Um, it's life as a luxury, I think, is is what being a freelance harpist is all about. It's just like, you are the, the add-on at the end that people are like, oh, I should get a harpist. Um, or they book you a year in advance and don't tell you what they want for a year. That's another thing. But they do give you money. So you have to turn up. <sighs> but this one on Friday, Saturday, I'm really looking forward to because um, the bride knew exactly what she want. She paid me in full on like Wednesday. And yeah, it's, it's super, it's a super nice day. I like, um, I like ceremony and then drinks reception, uh, days because they are like, they're long enough that it's like, oh, you're getting in and you're doing something, but they're also short enough that it's like, you're getting in, you're doing something, but you don't have to bring like a pack lunch. Like you're not there. You're maybe there from like 12 until three. Like, you're not going to be there until, like, 6 p.m. Because I've done weddings where it's, like, I did one. I did one at the beginning of the year that was, um, it was a two-hour drive away. I did charge mileage. Thank you. It, they wanted me for the drinks reception and then the dinner. But there was a three-hour, two-hour gap between the drinks reception and the dinner. So, like... The, the ceremony finished at like one. I played from one until two-ish. I think one until like 2.30. And then there was just this huge gap from 2.30 till about like four. Or something like that. I just I just remember getting in my car at 9 p.m. Um, and having to drive an hour home. Um, it was just, yeah. It was, it was a long, a long day of like... And I hate when you... Um, when you have the long days, but there's no, like, there's no place to sit that's not, like, next to your harp. Or, like, you, you're at a venue where you kind of don't trust that your harp's not going to be messed with if you leave it alone. Um, like, if there are just random members of the public milling around, you're like, I can't leave this here because someone will try and touch it with a long acrylic nail. I once did a wedding fair where this woman just, it was when I had my corrigan and I was playing with my corrigan. This woman with these long acrylic claws just sort of came up and just sort of tried to like glissando 
on the heart, but with her like, like guitar pick nails. Ugh, some people are trash. I, <laughs> this is just a this is just a discussion about how much I don't like members of the public. Um, it's a lot. I I feel like I feel like there is there are there are really nice weddings that you're like oh these people are fancy and then there are other weddings where you're like oh i didn't charge enough um and yeah i feel like hold on i'm just moving myself in my chair i feel like it's just it's it's an interesting it's an interesting thing that is happening as i am raising my prices to like keep to standard rates that i'm like oh the weddings are getting nicer now. Um, and you're kind of like, it's not like the weddings are getting nicer. It's just that you are more prioritized as a harpist. So people are like, people are less likely to talk over your playing during like the signing of the register. Um, because they're like, oh, a harpist is playing. This is an exciting thing. Whereas if you're doing like a wedding where you're literally being paid nothing, people will talk over that because they don't care. Because they don't, because no, the groom wasn't like, this was 250 pounds. We have to, you have to listen to her. You have to. We literally paid so much money for her to come and play this, this three minute pop song over and over again while we sign the register. Um, so that is, that's, that's my, I don't know how I got onto this topic. Um, but, oh, my emails, that was it. That was it. Hi. Um. So I'm looking out my kitchen window again. I think I'm just going to work in my kitchen now because it's such a nice view. And I feel like from my office, I don't get, it's not like my office is so dark. Whereas I'm sat under a big skylight in my beautiful kitchen and I can look out the window at my sunflowers and my verbena bonariensis and my wonderful dahlias that I grew from seed and my sedum autumn joy and all my tomatoes. I have so many tomatoes. Tomatoes, tomatoes. My accent is weird. Um, and there's a theory that I have, a working theory, that it was words that I, like, so when I was three until when I was 11, we lived in Houston, Texas. Everyone knows this. And when I was 11, we moved back to Slough. Um, and then when I was 18, I moved here. But I think... In my mind, I have a theory that words that I learned while I was in the States sound American, whereas words that I learned when I was in the UK sound British. This is a working theory. Um, I don't know where how, how I would test this, but um, it's a theory. It is a theory that I think is interesting <laughs> no it's not Sam you're really boring I don't know I don't know anymore um yeah I did I'm really enjoying having a laptop because it means that I can go places so yesterday I literally did a blog post about my garden while sat in my garden and it didn't take like 15 minutes to run an extension cord to my patio from my kitchen door so that was that was really exciting. That was, it's, 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 it's life changing. I had a laptop before I had my iMac, but it was one of those like Windows Vista basic laptops. And it was like really, really heavy. It was really, really bulky. And it, the fan only worked when it was like on an angle on one of those like, like 
lifty uppy things. You know the lifty uppy things? Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Um, the ones where it's like, hey, you don't want to get repetitive strain. Let me just like raise this up so that the screen is next to your face. Um, those it would own the fan would only work if it was there. Um, otherwise it just would not work. Which was um an adventure. So I never took it anywhere. I literally viewed it as a desktop. Um and it was really bad at connecting to internet. Essentially, um everything Windows makes is terrible. That's my hot take, the thing that you can take away from today. Um I saw a hummingbird hawk moth yesterday, which was really exciting because it is a giant moth that looks like a hummingbird, and I was thrilled. Um, this is just like a collection of, of statements now. Are you ready? I started doing a bit called A Random Thought with Sam Hickman on my Instagram stories, which I'm really enjoying. And I think um, today it really made me cackle uh, because I did, because I'm doing the, the, the TV show filter where it's like, da, na, 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 na. and I did a really, really serious face today. And I was sat in my kitchen just cackling away at the, um, the serious face that I was pulling. So that was something. How am I doing in life? And in general, I'm going to get an ass, an ass, an acid, anti-acid. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, I'm back. For those playing along at home, still have really bad acid reflux. Um, what did I do this week to try and figure out what is causing my acid reflux? I did everything. I cut out like tea, I cut out chocolate, I cut out literally everything. Like dairy, what did I still have? Bad acid reflux. I think I'm just dying. I think that's just what it is. Someone was like, it might be your, the sphincter at the top of your larynx might be the issue. Um, I can only assume from sucking so many dicks. Um, but that is kind of the working, it's that, or it is, um, that thing, you know, when you're, um, I want to say a hemorrhage, but that doesn't sound right. But that may be right. A hematosis. I don't know. You know that thing where you like hurt your body and your body is like, oh boy, this is bad. Whatever that is. Um, it might be that. These are my working theories because at this point I'm like, I at this point I am living off of baking, baking soda and um, the anti-acid pills that I have that are good and work, but don't dry out my throat. Because one thing that I found, because um, I went to the GP and she was like, I can prescribe you Gavashkan. And I was like, you're a physical nightmare. You are a nightmare as a human being and you are rubbish at your job. Um, putting her on blast. Um, <laughs> she's just... I just like came with like a list. I don't know. I just, I, um, I don't like going to the doctor alone because I need someone to be like, she's not crazy. She's a person. She has feelings and she lives in her body. Just believe her. Um, even when the doctors are like women, I'm like, I have tonsillitis. And then the doctor will look at me and be like, you have tonsillitis. And I'm like, wow, thanks. 
But no, I went to the doctor and I was a little like, I was, it was when my, my tonsils were so inflamed and so phlegmy that I literally like, I had to gargle and spit up during the phone call to the GP so that I could get an appointment. I was like, I'm dying. Um, and the GP was like, was like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, um, cause I literally sounded like that. And she was like, well, you have tonsillitis. I was like, thanks. Thanks, Cheryl. Thanks. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Using that degree. Well, um, yeah, so that was, that was, that was last year. I didn't get tonsillitis this year or like bad tonsillitis. I don't know. My glands are constantly up, but I think that's just, I think that's just my nature. I think that's just what happens when we go from like sun heat of summer to like indoor heating of winter because whenever the um the radiators start up again I'm like (laughs) I'm just coughing up phlegm the whole time do other singers get this is this one of these things where you're like yes we understand your pain ugh So I went and had laser shot into my face yesterday. This is just a collection of random things or a collection of statements and stories that do not flow or go together. Much like my one woman show that you all missed. Um, Yeah, I am still kicking myself for putting the wrong postcode on the poster. which is so sad. I, I, I had a, I had a thing that I wanted to talk about and now I've forgotten what it was. So we're not going to go back into that. We're going to, I might go back and listen to it. So I know what it was. <laughs> it was getting laser shot into my face, which by the way, life changing. I, um, occasionally will scroll back through my Instagram to a time before I had laser done, laser hair removal done. And I'm like, Oh my God, I had the, a visible mustache for many years. Um, it's just, I just, it's so freeing. It's so freeing. Like I've stopped wearing makeup. It's uh, like foundation, unless I'm going to like something important because I'm like, I don't need it. I'm perfect and beautiful. Um, I did watch a thing that was like, I think it was like a, a Vogue thing where it was, 13, 13 cosmetic procedures in 12 months and it was this woman on her 50th birthday getting a bunch of stuff done just getting a bunch of work done um and I was like this is the greatest thing in the world did you know you can get lipo done on your face and by lipo I don't mean liposuction I mean pro max lipo which is like lasers being shot into your face to effectively do like a casual facelift, which is something that I will be doing later on in life because I think that's great and I love lasers um, and I trust my clinic. Um, so I saw someone the other day, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but I said this to many people and they did not, they didn't enjoy it as much as I enjoyed it at the time. So I saw someone I went to uni with the other day. I was in my car, they were walking um, because I'm a wealthy woman now. Um, and also it was the Sainsbury's car park and I was leaving the Sainsbury's car park and they were walking into Sainsbury's. Um, and I was thinking about what the best thing that I have achieved 
since leaving university. Um, and how funny it is that we're both at the same Sainsbury's car park. Um, and I was like, what if I, what have I really achieved? What have I, what am I most proud of doing since leaving university almost five years ago? And the answer is I got work done and I'm quite happy about that. Like I'm, I'm pretty, pretty happy. I got some laser done. Should have gotten like a new nose or something. I don't, I like my nose, but I mean like could have gotten a new one. Could have been interesting. I don't know. Um, I'm really just procrastinating so I don't have to go get my hair cut because um, that's a thing that I have to do because it is so long and I'm ready for my artistic and emotional rebirth after my album was released. Which you can buy anywhere. The only song in my heart is for you uh, is the name of the album. And I will see you next week after you buy the damn album. Thank you. Goodbye.